Hello, welcome back to the second episode of the podcast where we the fans speak our mind from the stands. We are so thankful for the response we got on the first episode. Really, our DMs are flooded with all the good wishes, and we are so happy to see that. And with me, I have Adarsh, who will share this uh, uh, news of podcast with you that we are going to have five more episodes. Adarsh, how does it feel? So, first of all, thanks for having me once again. And uh, yeah, uh, we are planning to do more post podcasts, and uh, hopefully five. We are planning in coming weeks, and hopefully both. Yeah, let's see how it goes. Yes, I mean, uh, definitely five is the least side of number that we are thinking of. And if we get the response that we got for the first one, definitely, I I think infinite episodes. Definitely, definitely, I'm in for it. <laughs> yes, uh, and for the second episode, we have transfer roundup for you. And for transfer roundup, we have a special team for you. And that is PSG that we are talking about tonight, and that is because Ashraf Hakimi has had a here we go from Fabrizio Romano. Others, uh, yeah. So we uh, had planned to do a podcast on transfers uh, since a long time, and and when we talk about transfers, how can we not talk talk about PSG? Uh, obviously, they're great at transfers because of all the money that they have and. and the like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store uh, players that uh, that are involved in it so yeah uh, talking about hakimi uh, it's almost done uh, as fabrizio says here we go so we have got here we go for hakimi and uh, donnarumma uh, so yeah psg is going psg are going to sign both of them soon After uh, uh, Van Alden, such, Hakimi, such we have gone in the uh, transfer market right now that Fabrizio Romano has been become the god. You know, I mean, if he says here we go, then only people nowadays are confirming <laughs> that it's true. I mean, uh, obviously, he uh, has made for himself. Yeah, definitely, he he has worked so hard to reach that level and. to have that status uh, actually it's it's kind of a official confirmation before the clubs or the players do it it's it's yeah. yeah so it's great i've been following him since a long time you know it and people who know me knows knows it uh yeah, we call you the we won't reveal of where but you know <laughs> uh yes i've always been interested in transfers a lot like a lot i just wait for the transfer window to open and i just and let me tell you i literally don't miss a single transfer that happens uh at least in the top 5 uh, leagues of europe literally i don't mm-hmm. miss <laughs> so i i'm literally obsessed with transfers and i don't know why mm-hmm. but yeah so talking about yeah. hakimi uh yeah, yeah. first of all great signing great uh uh I I think PSG needed it badly because uh, yeah. I think the last right back uh, they had a, a good uh, recognized and a good week in week out performer right back they had was Danny Alves I think uh, after that they have lacked a personality uh, like Alves so they had uh, Thomas Munier after that and last season they had Florenzi on loan from AS Roma 
so i don't know they didn't live up to that expectation and maybe but hakimi is they the one that come like dani alves bro they don't come like dani alves <laughs> the most decorated dani alves and they're since struggling to find a replacement for him i mean i said yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he i think he is the best right back in the history of football uh, like great respect to yeah. respect huge respect to uh, every other right backs that has been in the history uh, whether it's gary neville uh, or uh, talk about a uh, cafu roberto carlos everyone but uh, yeah dani alves stands out because i think he's the most decorated player in the history of football with i think more than like more than 40 trophies to yeah, his, he has uh, won trophies as a professional footballer yeah so i think I he's the best. <laughs> so yeah, replacing him has been uh, okay. Yeah, 70 million euros price mm-hmm. tag for Ashraf Hakimi in this day. Is the price tag justified on him? Uh to be honest, um, it it is justified. Uh if you see the prices of players that uh, uh join other teams like If you compare him with uh, Harry Maguire or Virgil Van Dijk and all the other yeah, defenders, a different profile of a player, right? Uh, Harry Maguire and Virgil Van Dijk is of uh, central defenders. Center back, yeah. Okay. Yeah, central defenders uh, usually don't fetch that amount of sum. Uh, oh, well, unless I think, you know that uh, Van Dijk and Harry Maguire really had something uh, behind them for the price tag they had. Hakimi uh, on the other hand also has that thing. If you talk about uh, wing backs, li- li- uh, right back or left backs, uh, Man City paying fifty, fifty-two million for Mendy, and uh, and so, but so I think sixty uh, million is justified for Hakimi because if you see his performance in uh, in the last three seasons, two seasons at uh, on loan at Dortmund and then at Inter, I feel he is he has lived up to his expectations and the hype. Uh, and obviously he didn't get chance uh, at madrid because they already have a well settled right back uh, i think carvajal yeah. and uh, lucas vasquez so yeah uh, it i think it's a win win situation for everybody every party involved uh, hakimi uh, going to psg is a big thing psg and inter obviously getting the money they want and i think they have been linked with uh, hector bellerin to replace him i guess yes yes Yeah, they PSG mm-hmm. was with Bellerin as well in the start of the like few yeah, months. Yeah, that yeah, that was I think last year. Towards mm-hmm. the end of the last season, Hector Bellerin was heavily linked with PSG move. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Inter. So yeah, they'll spend a fraction of amount uh, which they get from Hakimi to get Bellerin. Bellerin, if if they get, so I think it's a win-win for everyone. They bought him for like forty, forty-five million, and they're selling him for like sixty, sixty-five. Is a good deal for uh, Inter too, and obviously uh, PSG will have a stable right back for I think next ten seasons uh, if Hakimi can stay till that long. But but uh, option of Hakimi coming in will definitely push a certain very promising youngster back in the line. You know uh, that name is Colin Dagba. I don't know whether you have yeah. seen him form yeah. or not. I mean, yeah. Dagba. I I saw him perform his performing in Champions League because I'll I'll admit I don't really watch Liga to be honest. Uh, but uh, whenever I saw him perform in the Champions League again, be it Barca or Manchester City 
okay manchester city i don't know whether he played them against or not but uh, definitely against bayern munich and barca he was really really outstanding man fast fingers fast play and this guy has been tracking all of them not only defensively but attackingly mm-hmm. do you think hakimi coming in uh, will be a dent on this guy's career because he's just 22 right now mm-hmm. uh definitely uh, i think baka is a left back uh left footed uh, left back so i think uh, that won't affect him much no, no, no. i was talking about dagba colin dagba dagba is a left back okay sorry sorry i i heard uh, michel bakker bakker is also uh, yeah. defender at psg yeah, okay So talking about uh, Dagba, I think obviously P- uh, getting a right back at uh, this price. So obviously he Hakimi will want playing time, and obviously he'll get the playing time that he deserves. Uh, talking about Dagba, uh, PSG has always been a very bad team uh, uh, when it comes to promoting players from their academy or a uh, uh, youth players because uh, they believe in buying talents than producing talents. So I think. PSG is not a team for uh, players coming out from the academy. Obviously, coincidence. If you if you put that point forward, uh, mm-hmm. Dagba was bought in by PSG uh, two or three years back, but he uh, like PSG claim that he is from the academy because he was bought in from a third uh, division French team. Uh, yes, but obviously, uh, to- again talking about PSG being PSG, they <laughs> uh, they just buy. well established players than promoting a youngster uh, obviously everybody is a witness to this so i think dagba will have to leave psg in coming years if he has to have a regular football and because obviously hakimi has to and will play regular football uh, with all the uh, money's involved and the performances that he has uh, given week in week out at other clubs so yeah talking about dagba is a sad situation for him now but yeah but that hakimi can also play as a right mid you know he he did he did that for inter sometimes in the season and uh, uh, you he, know Anto, antonio conte played with a system of 532 or a 3-1-2 yeah. as people call and then he went back to run the show uh, know, the main problem there was that he was the only sole guy running from the wing to the back flank doing all the dirty work and the good work as well <laughs> Now he'll have here Angel Di Maria, who will do the uh, good works on the flank, and he has to look at the defensive side of the, his game as well. I think uh, that will also harm uh, Hakimi's ambition a little bit going forward. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Obviously, two different teams with different managers and different formations, playing style and tactics. So Conte always plays with three at the back, and then the, the, uh, he. has a greater role of wing backs in his uh, lineup whether it's been at the, at chelsea or uh, inter so obviously uh, he had that liberty to go up front uh, put in uh, regular crosses uh, get assist and then obviously track back and do the defending as well but at psg he'll have to more focus on his defending and obviously uh, having demaria ahead him uh, is both uh, a good and a bad thing for him because he won't have to have a uh, stress about the attacking side and providing assists and giving crosses because di maria is i think <laughs> god of assists and uh, di maria is the highest assist provider in psg's history so obviously numbers speak 
बट ऑब्वियसली बट ऑब्वियसली बट इन मॉडर्न फुटबॉल uh every wing back uh, whether it's a wing back or a proper right back likes to go ahead and then put in crosses when a uh, situation yes. arises uh i think that won't be a problem because uh, demaria has had uh, right backs before earlier at uh, united and well in united yeah we ha- he had valencia uh, behind him and valencia obviously like to uh, go ahead and then put in crosses and then he had uh, carvajal and then uh, vasquez at madrid so i think they'll adapt according to their situation and that uh, so but i feel hakimi will have to more, focus more on his defending side at psg uh, and will ha- won't have that kind of freedom which he had at inter so yeah obviously and uh, players do change style and adapt according to their team so we'll have to do it definitely that was about hakimi to psg and if we're talking about psg we need to talk about a certain central defender coming in from madrid sergio ramos <laughs> again is that okay. going to happen or if that happens uh what would that psg side uh, look like what can they offer in the european stage what do you think adarsh where would they go up would they go up would they actually lift the cup or you know bust again uh i feel uh, uh there's nothing uh, uh, like there's been a good talk about ramos joining psg and he has obviously proved him since ages now that he's one of the best center backs ever talking talk about his headers and his defending and his uh, leadership quality obviously he uh, gonna give a lot good for the team but uh, again i doubt uh uh i feel uh, he is at a age that uh, he can't play regular football because i think last two seasons at madrid he has been injured and not been that regular uh, last two seasons okay. than uh, that he has But been before you know, this is another flip side to it as well if ramos comes in you know if he gets the center back position you know marquinhos uh-huh. can definitely shift to midfield and danilo pereira who's been shaky uh sometimes can get a rest but that'll be a hit to uh, gana idrisa ganage who has been really good for psg uh, uh you know some transfers bring in good things and you know take someone's off as well mm-hmm. uh so uh, if you talk about uh, ramos i think he's going to yes. fill the boots of uh, thiago silva uh, uh who left for chelsea i think yeah last summer so they they have uh, this missing piece at defense a commander a leader obviously marquinhos has been great and he's been there for many years now but again a well experienced center back who's played in different leagues and have a, has a great international and club football experience so i think uh, they have been missing last uh, season so i think ramos will provide that and will be uh, obviously it'll be a big boost for the whole squad as in the whole mentality shift if you get a great experienced player whether it's a center back midfielder striker or a goalkeeper as well so obviously he's going to provide that winning mentality that ramos has the urge to not give up until the last minute uh, at the game even if they are losing or anything so yeah they he is a proper leader and a captain material which i think will be a benefit for psg if the transfer happens 
Yeah, you mentioned a goalkeeper, and then Donnarumma comes to my mind, and PSG, <laughs> and uh, then no, no, no. The curious case here doesn't lie for Donnarumma. It's about Navas. I mean, Kelo Navas is the most underappreciated goalkeeper of his own all time, like this present generation at least. That uh, guy has done so much for Madrid, so much for PSG, and he's getting replaced by Donnarumma. <laughs> Again, that's how football is, and obviously Navas has been a very, very highly underrated goalkeeper. I've loved him when he was at. Uh, uh, underrated, he's so criminal. Hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, obviously, uh, he uh, he made Casillas sit sit uh, at Madrid, so you can imagine how good at he uh, he is at his performances, and obviously. He is 34 years old now, but not a bad age for a goalkeeper yet. But uh, yeah, again, PSG are looking for a long-term project, and as I said, they like to buy talents and just uh, not appreciate what they have. So again, they are going to do that, and uh, and also not to forget, it's a huge steal under under from under the nose of uh, Juventus. I think he was very, very close to joining Donnarumma. Was very close to joining Juventus because even they were looking for a long-term goalkeeper replacement after Buffon left. Wasn't so, that would have been, uh, you know, very scandalous as a transfer? I don't Don think so because <laughs> because Italian football in Italian football, it's it's been uh, it's been a trend. Uh, a regular trend that that uh, players joining arch rivals on a free transfer or whether it's for a big amount. So obviously it's a huge deal for the fans. Uh, I think uh, in this transfer only Hakan Chonologlu joined Inter from AC Milan for a free transfer, and he had been highly appreciated at Inter uh, by the fans and by the coach and everyone. But still he joined. I love the those stories. I love that story. <laughs> Chana Loglu joined because of Ericsson. I think it was a last-minute decision. I guess whatever the reason is. So it, it's yeah, because been Ericsson play for uh, his football, like continuous football career in uh, now because that's a rule. They can't play with an uh, artificial heart-pumping device inside you. Obviously, it's uh, what I as I said. Whatever the reason is, uh, it's been a trend uh, in Italian football. So that won't have been a problem. <laughs> If you talk about uh, Andre Pirlo, even he joined uh, uh, Juventus from AC Milan, I think in 2000. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Twelve uh, or something? Yeah. Talking about talking about spending money, I just wanted to put it forward. Others that PSG in this last five years have gone on to spend 529 million euros <laughs> overall. That is without Mbappe and Neymar's deal. Yeah, <laughs> and also they have had, uh, uh, I think, uh, three free transfers, good free transfers as well. Uh, Emre, uh, which is the saddest part, you know. You know they are spending so much. Not uh, just now. There's uh, it's not that them. Started now spending the money. They have been spending it for a long time now, and none of them, none of them is yielding them trophies at the European level. Even Neymar, dude, Neymar is struggling. Neymar is crying on the final stage, <laughs> lost to Bayern, which is 
sad this no sad not sad what is like it's my personal opinion when I, whenever i see psg guys play they play like brats <laughs> so for every foul that is committed on them i feel uh football is about a it's, it's a team game and they lack the team they lack team chemistry that's the biggest lack uh, in their team uh, they have individual great individual players and again when they when you have great individual players at like every position and you have uh, one of the best uh, at at your position obviously uh, uh, they start having frictions uh, with other players and then their uh, uh, ego and everything comes into line of getting goals assists and then you have individual awards that uh, have a great impact on football and players these days and uh, and also bad luck you can say like uh, if you see their champions league Uh, run from for like past three four years, it's been I think bad yeah, performances. They have, they have been better from what they like. It's better to get knocked out at quarter final or a semi final than getting knocked out at round of sixteen. <laughs> uh, I won't. Uh, uh, I won't call it uh, improvement because uh, again, it's just luck for them. Bad luck. That is what whatever. all they do. Like again, this season they were winning the league. <laughs> Came second. Like this is epitome <laughs> of justice. <Let's>, <laughs> uh, I, I, that's what like they just feel they can just buy trophies. But again, football is not about individual players and just spending money. Because Leicester City, if you see, like the amount of money they spend on their transfers is way, way, way less than the other big teams in the Premier League and European leagues. and the salaries and the wages they give is obviously way less than everybody but yeah like winning premier league in recent years and then fa cup this year so that's what like you need the mentality the chemistry and and the right players not not the best players so i've always followed football and i've always had this theory that you don't need the best players you just need the right players for your team and there's a huge you, difference for crystal for you Word of it, here is the <laughs> not good. Yeah, so I I don't know. Obviously, a great manager uh, is important, but again, uh, this proves you cannot just buy trophies. Definitely. Moving on, uh, we'll quickly do the roundup who all are uh, linked with PSG recently and who is done. I think. Uh, Uh, Wijnaldum is definitely in, and uh, talking about the future incomings, there is still Donnarumma pending, and mm-hmm. Ramos may also join. Hakimi is get it's not official, but it's nearly official. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also Serge Aurier was linked to them, and also Theo Hernandez was linked to them. All the wing backs, right backs, flying so, wing backs, as I call them. Uh, so, Serge Aurier won't happen, and Theo Hernandez won't happen because Serge Aurier, uh, sorry, Aurier won't happen because. Uh, They're now having Hakimi at the right back, and Theo Hernandez won't happen because he has made it clear he won't leave AC Milan. So those two are ruled out. And for future transfers, I think uh, Korea is uh, linked from last year. Right. So, and then Mbappe is linked to every rich club in the world. <laughs> that's and that's true. Mbappe Mbappe transfer is very unlikely this this season this this summer. 
so i think that can be ruled out as of now i'm not sure about next next season next season or the season after that but uh, for this summer it's ruled out obviously he's been linked with madrid barca united every other big club but uh, obviously he's the best striker upcoming and best talent out there but not happening this summer haland and mbappe very difficult very unlikely but yeah so with that point and with that thought uh, we'll wrap up this transfer roundup of psg edition and thank you others thank you others for joining us and hopefully we'll be back with another team or maybe a uh, new topic that would be of better interest for us so yeah. hope that you guys like this episode please do follow us on spotify we are now also available on uh, google podcast so do check us there thank you until we see you next time thank you so much <laughs>